Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Dumb's Hit Music Station, F104, Louise Ty here with you. Until one o'clock, I'm now joined in studio by the It Girls, Lindsay Hamilton and Jenny Claffey. How are we both? We are great. We're fabulous. Yes. Thank you for popping in. You're very good. No problem. Thanks for having us. We no, love no. coming into 104, our fave station. It is our fave station. <laughs> I love hearing that. Thank you. <laughs> so tell me all about your podcast for anyone who doesn't know what the It Girls is. At so, this stage they should. Well, at this stage they should, obviously. <laughs> but just in case you haven't, It Gals is our weekly podcast. We started it three years ago, actually around this time, three years ago, uh, where we talk about a bit of everything. Um, so we talk about pop culture, we talk about dating, we talk about sex. And it's just a big, fun conversation that has yeah. been going on. And we also have X Gals, which is our X-rated Patreon. So you can sign Ooh. up for that, which is another weekly podcast. We do two podcasts a week, It okay. Gals and mm-hmm. X Gals. X Gals is one, it's like a subscription-based mm-hmm. podcast, but that's where the juice goes. Yes. So. so is that something that came later on once it kind of got... Started that about a year ago. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh, podcasting is now our full-time job. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're doing it full-time. We have Patreon, yeah, two episodes a week, so... And was it difficult when it wasn't full time when you were trying to slot it in amongst other things? Yeah, because I worked full time yeah. um, so, and Lindsay is a mom. So mm-hmm. we basically just kind of forfeited our weekends uh, to record. Yeah, we'd have a day and we used to multi-record, which was a lot okay. more exhausting. Yeah. So we'd be doing like two or sometimes three in one night and just squashing it all in. And we used to do it whilst drinking as well. So yeah. like by <laughs> the, the third, third podcast, one. we were like, blah, 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 blah. So definitely better now that we have more space to like, if yeah. there's something current comes up, yeah. which was difficult back in the day, that we couldn't jump on it. But now yeah. we can, whenever something fun, a fun topic that we want to discuss, we can do it like the next day or whatever. That's great to be able to do that actually. Yeah. And yeah. also you've loads of guests that come on. We do. We have a, a lot of our guests are like our friends as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, it helps, I think. It does, because, you know, um, for us, like, the chemistry is the most important thing. I think a lot of people do podcasting and they just get on people with a load of followers basically to up their clout, yeah. which is obviously done a lot of the time. But for us, it's more about the chemistry and how we interact with the guest and having a laugh, to be honest. Yeah. And is there any conversation that you'd have either with somebody or between yourselves that you've enjoyed so much that you still kind of remember now? I've really valued the podcasts that we have my mom on because I feel like me and my mom, you know, and I think most people with their parents, you're kind of in and out of the house or you're talking, you're not really sitting down having these elongated conversations that you may do so with your friends. So having her on the podcast has just been really great to get a different generation's Mm -hmm. opinion on certain topics that we discuss, but also to have her there with me solid, you know, because my mum's so busy up and down on the phone you know that kind of thing so when we have her there yeah. and we get her 
for an elongated time I just really value those and I love that they're there forever my mum's the exact same and I'd love to do that exact that and sit them down and kind of go yeah. talk to me yeah and yeah. it's rare and like I mean I think that's something that the podcast has like Lindsay and I are friends 10 years but mm-hmm. until we started the podcast you know when do you really especially this day and age with the phones and social media mm-hmm. when do you actually sit down for an hour and like choose a topic and discuss it at length with your best friend yeah. it's really rare so yeah. Lindsay's taught me loads through the podcast I'm sure vice versa, vice versa and for sure. we kind of it's kind of like talk therapy almost at times because we're talking about something like say if it is relationships we kind of discover things about ourselves we through do. each other's eyes and I mean it's just so invaluable in this mm-hmm. day and age especially because conversation is dying we don't laugh out loud we just lull yeah, lull. That, people don't yeah, lull yeah. or they're screaming but they're not they're sat in their hole on their phone do you know the way <laughs> yeah. but we have this enforced conversation that we have to have and yeah. it's just so important I think that's why our fan base is so loyal because mm-hmm. that is missing in the day to day you know like so refreshing too really isn't because like that even um, when people are texting you you're texting rather than giving them a call like mm. you, you or just, you meet up with your friends at brunch and we're texting in between yeah. or getting out the phone what did you think of that da, da, da. so it is very much kind of the, it's always there you know yeah. or what are you going to do be the girl at brunch who's like right girlies put your phones away for brunch <laughs> now do you know the way into the bag yeah. yeah and there's so much you miss without actual uh, in-person conversation like body language and eye contact that you just can't match with texting yeah. so I think uh, that's why podcasting and radio why it's still around is because people do connect to people they don't connect to words on a screen you know that way and has it girls changed since you started like has it kind of transformed into something you didn't expect it to I mean it's become a business so mm. you know it's become a full-fledged or full-time job there's a lot more responsibility on it um but I think the core of it gals is definitely just like mine and Lindsay's friendship yeah. and the length you can't really replicate that because we have known each other so long so yeah. it you know it, unbeknownst to us it was being built for 10 years completely and we did also start it with a purpose it was a purposeful idea that we've maintained and we haven't strayed from that idea which is just showing us for who we are being transparent and not kind of trying to be something that we're not and mm-hmm. just you know letting our opinions come out not being don't not following the pack or whatever yeah. so that is always maintained and um I think as well we just because of our friendship and we know what we are similar in our interests and our likes so that kind of is the overall it gals brand which has just mm-hmm. always been the big sphere that to go off you yeah. know you probably know how far you can push each other as well because you know yeah. each other so well you kind of know that line we know the line and we know when to reel ourselves back as yeah. well <laughs> yeah yeah so uh you know Lindsay and I have had like uh we have like sometimes tiffs on the podcast mm-hmm. but like it's not it, people find it hard they're always like I can't believe like they'll have such a different opinion and then still be friends a lot of the time people I think want Lindsay and I if we have a different opinion on say Valentine's mm-hmm. Day that they think it's got to carry on in our friendship but you know that's something that we always want to get across via the podcast is that you can completely disagree with your friends yeah. have a discussion about it where you're like I think you're wrong yeah. and then move on and life goes on as normal yeah. and it's not personal that's the thing mm-hmm. like most of my friendships would be like that yeah. where we don't always agree on everything you have a bit of a bicker yeah. and then you take a chill and then five minutes later you're back to normal yeah, you're like god did yeah. you see the Oscars last week like it's not it's <laughs> yeah. just carried totally. on serious yeah. and I think thing. we are sold that now via media and social media in general that we're all in these packs like yeah. the kind of woke brigade are trying to kind of 
open up everyone but then they're trying they're very much singling out certain people and stuff like that so it doesn't matter if someone has a different opinion than you or that's the thing sometimes you know. it's a good thing and then also you'll yeah. learn something from totally. somebody who's a different oh we person. always learn from our different yeah. opinions yeah. because otherwise it's just an echo chamber of the same opinion and yeah. congratulating each and other over your great opinion you guys have such a huge following now do you find trolls affect you guys at all um, I don't actually think we get trolled that much. I think maybe when we started, we did. Because mm-hmm. I think, um, I know a lot of people go on about like Irish begrudgery, but there is a thing in Ireland sometimes that if someone does anything that's quite different, yeah. uh, people usually resist it, which mm-hmm. is human nature too. But we don't w- like change in Ireland. Totally. Mm-hmm. And when we did a podcast, no one, um, podcasting was really small in Ireland mm-hmm. and there wasn't really that many podcasts. We even did it before Blind Boy. And um, I think we got a bit of resistance on it as in like, who are they to think that they can go up and talk for an hour but I think the thing with trolls is is the longer you kind of resist them and don't give them the air to breathe like they kind of leave you alone there is that yeah. saying don't feel feed the trolls, the trolls. Yeah. and that is completely true I've learned that from trial and error myself because yeah. I um I'm a mother and I'm a different kind of mother than I guess the generic Irish mother yeah. and I would get a little bit of kickback on stuff like that but I have noticed if you don't look at it read it consume it it doesn't exist in your day to day mm-hmm. life however when I did used to look at it and try and you know I'd be on the Facebook groups or whatever if they were having a conversation about me especially like a negative one it could get a bit addictive sometimes to be like what are they saying and like and also it's hard to not get like involved or want to get involved and even, go, if, oh, yeah, and even if it yourself. wasn't exactly, like chinking yeah. my armour or like you know affecting me yeah. I still was aware that that was going on and it was like just oh I can't believe people are talking so it would inevitably creep in and so I just stopped reading block anyone who is kind of coming at me with toxic stuff like obviously people can come at me and be like I think that was a bit hypocritical or whatever if they have a different opinion but if it is trolling and toxicity block it don't read it and it doesn't exist and it still does exist I'm sure well it's like you know you can walk down the street and you know 100 people on Henry Street might see you and think something about you but like imagine the difference if you heard everyone's thoughts it's <laughs> it's not normal to yeah. actually consume that amount about yourself and it actually even though it's negative it does feed into a certain type of narcissism because yeah. then you're you're either going to be trying to appease the people mm-hmm. who are trying to bring you down or you're going to be really self-conscious so I think Lindsay and I although it is human nature to to at some point feed into that I think like at the start if you're in this kind of industry you will at some point kind of feed into it and be like oh god reading all this stuff about yourself yeah. but yeah in order to stop it happening you have to not give it the air to breathe, like the air to even yeah. exist. Don't acknowledge it. Don't yeah. read it. Yeah. It doesn't exist. And it really doesn't. Because mm-hmm. even if you don't want it to affect you, maybe part of it will see. Oh, yeah. Like, I guess I think you don't want if that. I first started reading stuff and it hasn't affected me ever in the regard of me crying mm-hmm. about, you know, it hasn't affected me, made me think differently about myself. However, you do remember it. Yeah. And I, it affected me in the sense of knowing that that was out there on Facebook or that people were thinking that or that people felt that they had the right to kind of talk like that and I would let that affect me but definitely just then when I stopped reading it it was like oh that only was existed because I enabled it to I allowed it to have yeah. an effect on me and you guys have had the chance to bring it live yes what was that like Um, amazing that has yeah. really it's really what gave us like the fire underneath it gals I had actually um been laid off from my job mm-hmm. 
and we had already sold out our first show which was the Dublin Podcast Festival in 2018. Yeah, yes. in the Tivoli. In the Tivoli. And uh, we didn't even know what It Gals Live would be when we said yes. <laughs> we still didn't know what it was going to be when we sold it out. We were like, what the hell yeah. is this show going to be? But once we did it and bringing it into uh, like reality and having it tangible, because, you know, I'm sure it's the same for you. When you're, when you're speaking on the radio or on podcasting, like, it can just seem like you're talking to a wall and you see numbers and it doesn't really mean anything until you see that in person it's that's a moment of like whoa and when we saw it and every time we go on stage and come out and see (laughs) the people who've come to see us like they're so visually delightful like they have such an energy they're dressed amazingly they know us so well and we know them so well because they interact with like questions or whatever with the podcast and it's just this beautiful like experience being in that a big hive mind (laughs) the best way possible yeah it's just visually amazing because Jenny and I are looking at each other or if we have a guest every week and then going out on stage and getting to see all these people who you know connect to us especially when you put yourself out in such a like raw manner to see that people are connecting to that is deadly must have been amazing did you get to talk to anyone uh, yeah, so a lot of the time we uh, we went on a tour as well last year uh, where we did like a national tour. We went around uh, the country and we did Cork, Galway, Limerick and Dublin. And in all of those shows, due to the size of them, uh, we were able to do meet and greets. But now that our shows have kind of gotten bigger, like we recently did a sold out show in Vicker Street in November, which is like over a thousand people. And we have two shows coming up on mm-hmm. the 14th and 15th, which there's still very few tickets for. So if you're interested, yeah. go get them, girls. Um, and that's two nights in Vicker Street, too. So we have brought in an interactive element of mm-hmm. our show so that we can actually meet people and bring them on stage but uh, the, the meet and greets unfortunately for that size of a show Yeah but it's kind of more difficult. fun in yeah. a way yeah. because now that we have like Vicar Street is such an incredible oh, venue and such, the, having yeah. You feel like a pop star The yeah. chance <laughs> to play that is crazy so we played our first one in November and then we got asked to do two more so we're taking over Valentine's weekend on the 14th and 15th and we are just Finish doing the finishing touches with the writing part so we love to have the interactive part at the second half where we get them up yes. and, but it's also like questions it gals questions pop culture questions yeah. so everyone's involved yeah. so tell me your opinions of Valentine's Day <laughs> Valentine's Day you know what I, I, I always feel very Irish when I say that but I'm like it's very American like mm. I, I feel like it's something that we've adopted through pop culture which always happens yeah. you know in a way but I feel like no one in Ireland really takes it that seriously mm-hmm. for myself I have had like multiple boyfriends and I've kind of in the past like probably decade-ish of my life have been in a long-term relationship not the same one Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, but I've never had an indulgent Valentine's Day I've never really gone down that route and I've never really found it super important for me to have like a boyfriend Mm. give me no don't get me wrong if he's listening I wouldn't mind (laughs) the moment baby for Valentine's Day now I I don't really partake in Valentine's Day and I haven't I, one stands out to me and okay. it just really makes me quiver when I think about it so I was married I got married at 21 when I was pregnant mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> and um, so I'm not well I still am married that's another flipping story but um, I was 
I think it was our first Valentine's together with this man who I haven't seen in many years. Uh, mm-hmm. Sign the papers for the divorce, honey. If you're listening, that would be a nice Valentine's gift. But we <laughs> did have a Valentine's date. Um, he was living out in Tyrrellstown and there was this like new restaurant that had just popped up and I don't know, he hadn't planned anything. So we mm-hmm. went. It was the most grim experience of my life. <laughs> he wore a suit. Oh, and it was just from pennies and it was just so grim and, and I think it, fishing suit it was just and we were next to all like couples who were really old and kind of like you know the potatoes falling out of their mouths and I was just like this is so <laughs> gross I'm so full the thoughts of fornicating like, you know it's trying like trying too hard I think yeah and you're looking around I'm so like when I go out I look around that's why I usually like eating alone because I just love looking at everyone else and I was kind of like oh they look so happy and then looking back to my grim table being like (laughs) (laughs) I think it's like it takes away like for it's like forced fun it's no longer fun so if you have this expectation of forced romanticism like surely romanticism should exist in a kind of like spur of the moment like yeah not just the day that you're like set to get and then also are we not giving our fellas or our girlfriends an excuse to not be romantic all other 364 yeah. days of the year they're like no I do that on Valentine's Day I think sometimes it's get a reminder yeah. because I do think in relationships you can can get a bit domesticated and kind of yeah. like forget about the romance and romance you know as Jed is with O'Leary in the grave or whatever but <laughs> I think that sometimes you do need a gentle reminder to bring the romance back in but I don't think Valentine's Day does that because I it's think just it's, corny it's corny and I think it's less romantic yeah. than like if you just like even if you do need a reminder like we all have an anniversary we all have a birthday we all have a Christmas we all yeah. have a you know a Saturday night yeah. yeah so and I also think that then it also gives a weird kind of hierarchy within like uh, you know your friend group yeah. because it's very rare that all your friends are in a relationship at the same time or you could be in a long term relationship that you know Valentine's Day is kind of been and gone you might have a few kids and then your friends in this new exciting relationship it is competitive and it is yeah. also which really gets up the crack of it is very on the man basis on the man it's usually the man gifting it's not like oh I'm going out to treat my man it's usually like <laughs> yeah, the woman gets true. the gifts the yeah. flowers the chocolates the freaking lingerie yeah. whatever the hell you don't have women sitting around being like you'll never guess what I got him yeah so then <laughs> and if you just don't have a guy who is like has that get up and go to go yeah. in and Get what Pick secret p- possessions, yeah. laundry from pennies, whatever the heck you want. <laughs> but yeah, so and it's just what are you going to do? Ask your lad, buy the present yourself, and be like, give that to me so I can throw it up my IG story. See, that's the thing. And as I was saying to you guys beforehand, I used to work in a shop, yeah, and you'd have one or two, so you'd have one that would have everything planned and the holiday and the bag would be sorted and the clothes would all be sorted and they'd all be wrapped up in a big bow and then you had the other guy running in last minute, going, give me something, yeah, anything. And that first man, his girlfriend's a nightmare. She's yeah. told him like because yeah. that is like That's a list. She like. has like an expectation mm. and he is getting it in the ear. Oh, you he, can he tell. You can tell even via mm. social media when someone's like, oh my goodness, I can't believe he got me this bag. I'm like, but you sent him the link. <laughs> like, How did your boyfriend know you, to get you Kylie Jenner's new bag? <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the new Kylie skincare. Yeah, the walnut like, scrub. <laughs> I know, the controversial scrub. Let's not even bring that up. <laughs> you girls have organised your our Galentine yes so we were obviously approached to put on this show and we wanted we're it gals obviously Mm -hmm. um, self proclaimed (laughs) (laughs) so our shows have always been if anyone hasn't been to one of our shows so how it's set up is the first half of our show is basically a stand up comedy set so it's Mm -hmm. not a live podcast we Mm -hmm. always wanted to make it something different something that you can't really get in 
other podcasts, mm-hmm. live shows. So we go up on stage, we choose a topic. Uh, this time we're obviously talking about relationships, sex. We're talking about Valentine's Day in general, mm-hmm. all the things that come in and out of relationships that are awkward and hilarious and shared, no matter if you're single or in yeah. a relationship. But this is a night that we want to say, do you know what? Leave the fella at home. It doesn't matter. Or bring him yeah. along. Yeah. And if you are sending your fella links for Valentine's Day presents, <laughs> there you go. Ticketmaster.com. Search <laughs> and yeah. you can go out with your girlfriends, you know. So yeah. we're having one night on Valentine's Day, which is obviously great for anyone who is single, who wants mm-hmm. to have plans. Um, but we also have the day for the 15th, which is Valentine's Day. So it's your day for your girls. You might have had the night before with your fella. But now you can, you know, dedicate some time for not only your single friends, but, you know, you and your girlfriends or your yeah. friends we're trying to, in general. We're trying to redefine Valentine's Day mm. because... I do never want to be in a new pop-up restaurant in Tyrrellstown mm-hmm. with a man in a pre-mark suit. I can't <laughs> yeah. have that. I would way prefer to be with a thousand other people <laughs> screaming and shouting and lolling about love yeah. and relationships yeah. and sex and all the hilarious stuff that goes along with that. Yes. So what a perfect, like and Vicar Street is in the middle of town so you can get some Andy, drinks beforehand. Yeah, do yeah. go to a, It's a comedy show. Yeah. And um, it's just... It's a buzz that Bring I think... more lightheartedness than putting the pressure on somebody. I just think you're yeah. always a little bit deflated after Valentine's Day. Because if yeah. you do go out and are, you are treated, you know, you're around other people and it can just be a bit... And like Jenny was saying, if you, in your friend group, you can be a bit comparative. There's always mm-hmm. someone who has a better V-Day than you. Mm-hmm. But this, there's nothing more fun than something that's completely different that isn't comparable than what your other so friends will be doing. everybody can go to it. Yeah. Totally. And like laughing about all the things, as Lindsay said, that go on in relationships yeah. that isn't always like... It's still ce- a celebration of relationships in a way but just the hilarity of yeah. the things that we all know because relationships can be so insular you just, I always when I'm arguing with my other half I'm like if there was a referee they'd be on my side <laughs> so I think that's why we love talking about relationships because you need the soundboard you know the way you need like yeah. to hear yeah. other people's opinions because it's yeah. just one yeah because sometimes person. you can kind of take something very personal and it's not really meant that way and totally so it can be very yeah. much you need different perspectives in relationships 100%. For sure. So how can people find out more about the event and more about the podcast? Um, well, we have a website, itgalspodcast.com. Mm-hmm. We kept it simple. Um, and our go on our Instagram. We have some loads of posts up from our last shows. We have like highlight yeah. reels. So if you really are looking for like an insight into them. And we have a YouTube account. We do. So if oh, you look right. up Itgal Podcast on um, YouTube, you'll find mm-hmm. our YouTube account. We have some vlogs that we've done from previous shows like Down in the Country. So mm-hmm. you can see the kind of energy and what to Feel expect from the shows. Yeah. And then we yeah. do some... We're we're dipping the toe in the YouTube yeah. life you know trying to hit every avenue yeah and then obviously our podcast we're on every single podcast app out there if you want to you know take a listen to what we kind yeah. of talk about every week yeah every if gals week. with a Z yeah and ex-gals <laughs> if you want to sign up to our Patreon yeah. and that's all on the website it is yeah, yeah. amazing thank you so much thank you, so you for, having for having us, us. FM104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.